0: What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the Cast. This week, ladies and gentlemen, we have another special treat for you guys, as we are once again bringing you a classic interview from the glory days of the Buff and cast. And this is when Buff, the Stuff Bagwell, and I sat down for an interview with the one, the only, the Total Package, Lex Luger. Now this was a very big interview for both of us at the time especially since Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger were back in the day and still are to this day the very best of friends so we knew when we booked this interview there was going to be some major stories told on this episode and I also knew that it was going to be a big deal for me because growing up I was a huge fan of Lex Luger as we mentioned in the interview so I won't go too much into it now but I will say the reason that I've chosen now to put out this interview with Lex Luger is because recently on Buff's new podcast entitled Rebuilding Buff, which is available on Spotify, uh, Buff Bagwell and his co-host Michael Long uh, recently talked about uh, Lex Luger and the time that Buff and Luger spent together as the tag team totally buffed and uh, some road stories. They traveled on the road together. They worked out together. These guys were inseparable on the the road so it was amazing for buff to tell those stories and for michael to ask the right questions to bring those stories out so to commemorate the fact that buff was telling stories about lex luger on rebuilding buff i thought now was the perfect time to bring back the lex luger interview so you can hear buff bagwell and lex luger interacting on this podcast and of course i throw in my questions as well and get a chance to talk a little bit but most of it revolves around buff and luger just taking that stroll down memory lane. So there's nothing left for me to say now except to sit back and enjoy as the Booch teams up with Buff the Stuff Bagwell to take on the Total Package, Lex Luger. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a great, great guest joining us today. Bro,
1: we had DDP and Mark... Marrow last (laughs) week
0: who do we have this week dude just when you thought we couldn't set the bar any higher we have now set it even higher ladies and gentlemen joining us today on the buff and boots cast this week we have the one the only the total package lex luger is here oh my god hey
1: what's (laughs) up man hey bro (laughs) Thank you so much for having thirty minutes of your time to talk to us. You know, and just let the fans hear. Yeah, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my God, you getting it's unbelievable that you said you had, you had the time, and I really, really, really honored that. So, thanks so much.
0: Thank you. I'm definitely honored. I've been a wrestling fan my whole life. Grew up watching both of you guys. So you didn't take time your busy schedule to talk to us, it means a lot to Buff, and it means the world to me.
2: Well, I always got time.
0: <laughs> uh, hey!
1: That one sentence that you just said is enough to end the podcast. But we're not.
0: You know, <laughs> I hope not. I hope not.
1: I know! that was so good dude and it's so true so true like i mean listen to me we would go out and have you know, shirts and who had the coolest shirt, and we would try to, you know, hide it from each other. And sometimes it'd be you that had the better shirt. I'd be like, oh man, yeah, gosh. Oh, yeah. And then get, and there's times I'd be out the right shirt, and you'd be like, where did you get that? <laughs> where did you get it? Yeah, yeah. I
2: mean, first, I yo oh, yeah and if you remember i always
1: you, just said let there go man let the main out so you walk in 280, 6'4, lex Luger blonde hair blue eye and i'm able to hang out with him not just that i'm true true friends with him and we're walking in places it makes me even as buff bagwell which will never reach even close to what Alex luger you're a corner stone bro i'm part of a company you're a cornerstone and you always have been and we uh, definitely dropped head turners back then that's for sure yes <laughs> dude hey we, we did succeeded. yeah say, say that again we succeeded hey we did succeed yes, sir. i mean we succeeded at what we were going after and but uh that's just the way it is for jaw dropping. <laughs> <laughs> ah, good, good one. I told somebody a story the other day about you, and I said, I, you know, I got my asshole. I Cuss this guy out. And for the Lex, the Lex goes, All cussing does is make you look stupid. And I go, What? And you go I just shows you don't have no vocabulary. So if you're going to be around me, if you cuss and want to look stupid, that's cool. But you look dumb. And from that moment on, did I stop? No. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> did it help? when oh, did I think of it every single time yes because
2: oh, the good contrast. So yeah, see what well, we want uh, So, work Yeah, it was. So
1: uh, sweet, uh, back uh, back. Yeah, a, a story that is just light and mild and you definitely
2: had a way with customers back then, Mark, That's true. That, was I good at it? You were know,
1: very eloquent and profanity for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Now all I got to do is boot Gage up for my mom.
2: Yeah, my mom. I mean, <laughs> I mean.
1: I'm here. I mean give it up Lex. You got you. <laughs> you got you got, oh threw her compl- completely under the bus. <laughs> yes, I'm defended. My my front door is locked. I'm covered. She can't get to oh she's got a bad hip. I think i I don't, I think I can take her now because she's got some hip, hip problems again and so I think I can get her, you know, but you on your mind. To defend her just for two seconds of our time, she had 208 men employees at a lumber yard with truck drivers coming in with loads and unload my truck. I got time and, okay, you do got fucking time. A big joke, my brothers pulled on a truck driver one time. He came in and goes, who do I need to see? And they go, listen, there's a girl up front, there's a lady named Judy, and she's the boss. He said, she'll come on strong. She'll come on strong. Yes. <laughs> but she'll
0: push over, you know, don't, just don't, lo- don't let her do it. I actually read one time when Dallas came to visit you, Judy came up to her and she said, so Paige, are you as bad a motherfucker as you are on TV? <laughs> and he loved her after that. But here was the catch. She was mullah
1: Oh, mullah yeah. It's a mullah. Mullah. And so, for some reason, out of her mouth, it comes mullah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just crazy, but... Uh, but uh, what's going on with you and Alex, how you doing, and um, let you talk for a minute.
2: Oh, wow, I'm doing great. I'm living up here with in beautiful Buffalo, blooming for a while, oh, Where wow. I was originally planted. I always said I was from <laughs> Chicago, oh, I was born and raised in Buffalo. I've been, uh, been back here for uh, the last few years, hanging out with my mom, Passing with my dad, I can kind of fortunately choose where I live, and let's just say we look after each other. And I'm having some precious time with my 85 year old mom up here in Buffalo, and uh, got to reconnect with a lot of my friends I grew up with. And, uh, great, man, that's great. Right. A lot of new people up here in Buffalo. Cool. Man. That I'm, uh, affiliated with now, and it's some good friends, and so it's been. a Really, uh, I've really never thought I'd be back here living in Buffalo, but i got to say it's been uh, a great experience here for the past few years. That's mainly where I'm at. Uh-huh. What I do is hang out with mom and I do some of my own things uh, in the afternoon. Hang out with mom, kind of run mom on her errands and hang out the very easily. They have to kind of do my thing. And whether I got phone calls or I, I do travel some weekends, I do some speaking, kind of motivational slash rational speaking. Here's some of the increase
1: like we all do. I'm still, I am involved with the ambassador program with WWE, which is a fabulous program they have. Oh, 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 oh. we got to back up. I mean, you ain't got to say nothing about it if you don't want to, but one of my questions, and I'm going to go there first, and I've got to say this now that you said that word, ambassador, and spoke highly of that, and this is just how we've always talked, how we've always done, and people are getting to listen to how we talk to each other for real like the time you said do you realize I've had more contact with you over the last four weeks than with my wife and we had in and out of cars and all that it's it's crazy yeah so the ambassador thing leads me to it blows my mind that you're not in the Hall of Fame, buddy. How do you take that? And do you want to respond? You don't have to at all. I mean, I just, it kills me. (laughs) uh, Dude, you got to realize I watched you on TV, Lex. And then I was on TV with you. So, I had the ultimate total package like to ride, bro. And we had a lot of fun and we clicked. Oh, yeah. It was a blast. I mean, it was a blast.
2: So. Well, I appreciate your opinion on that, Mark. Like you're probably a bit biased because our long time friendship. And uh, I know I, where I'm at in my life now and what, what I'm involved in. If I ever was in the Hall of Fame, that would be a wonderful honor. But my purpose and direction in my life is, you know, even a bigger picture because I love a characters of wrestling and I, nothing will change that. I think I had a very thankful but great yes. career I had with you and I'm proud to be around you and, and all the other top wrestlers and long-lasting friendship games. I now have a, a very good relationship with the fans when I do fan interactive events and none of that, whether I'm ever in any type of policy or not nothing would ever change that but I also it's not something I really do it's a great honor if I ever do yes I, never do, I, I, t- I, never, t- I totally I'm
1: get it i very
2: thankful and I think I look back to my career with great memories I move forward to my life in different directions now so it's not like I'm looking honors or allocates or a passive back, to speak, I'm more as you know. I became born of a person, again believer, followed or Jesus from April twenty third of that the old is gone, literally. And there's a new lecture now. And I'm not seeking after a plausible manner allocated on what we would call, as a believer, very prison oriented. My purpose and direction is to honor God with my life, serve other people, which goes was completely opposite. I was very uh, me, myself and I said now it's others other than me. Not that I don't care about myself or what I do, but my whole purpose and direction is different. So I guess to get around back to Hall of Fame, it's never happened. man, that'd be awesome. But if I don't, it would be something that I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing out on. It doesn't seem the great fondness I look at my career, and I'm part of the WD family again, and as an ambassador, and it's a wonderful program. I'm going to replay all that, whether or not I'm ever in the WD Hall. Does that make sense?
1: Absolutely. It's just like we talk a thousand times in a million Cadillacs. Kind of And, you know, but what I meant, just so you know, wasn't so much I'm blown away. It's because of the other people that are in there. And you're not. That's what blows me away. That makes it sound maybe hopefully a little better. I'm thinking you're some egotistical maniac that wants to be in the Hall of Fame. You've never been that. Ever, ever, never, ever. And so, you know, I just meant by everywhere I go. You know, it's you relax a lot, right? You know, I mean, while I'm on the whole thing, you know? and I'm thinking about all these names that are, and that's the part that made me ask. So thank well, you. I'm just
2: sure you know. I think
1: everyone. And in other words, I know where you're at right now. Every time I am think it's a and I've never wanted to compare it and try to compare or denigrate anybody who's received an honor that I've ever been in. It would be a uh, great honor, uh, and. That's just no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Thank you for giving this to us, man. Absolutely I, 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 No, 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 no. wrong. No. I'm
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah and, yeah, and I think that now that you're an ambassador with the WWE and the fact that you made a lot of changes in your life and you've, you know, turned your life around, I definitely think that that's something that could, you know, definitely get you in, in the future. You know, we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of wrestlers go through good times and bad times. And when they turn their lives around, eventually, you know, WWE has a way of, um, you know, welcoming people back. So I definitely think that you have a great shot at being in the Hall of Fame. and out to help us today. Let, let's just... so that,
2: would, that would be great. Once again, uh, I already am back, but you said with your family, that would be uh, kind of like the cherry on top of my career. spirit sure, right on it. Right, yeah. Yeah,
1: That's all good. Let me ask you, just like you said, it's all good. Just me and you in a Cadillac rolling down the road like we're talking, I mean, can you talk about what this ambassador thing is, or can you not?
2: Can I talk about what it
1: is? Can you talk about what it is, yeah. Well,
2: I think most people know that I uh, familiar with the Ambassador program. And so the guys are retired and stay uh, interacting with the fans. They have us all the different responsibilities. It engages us with the, their merchandising, which is nice. And obviously, it creates revenue revenue between us. Like They'll put you in the 2K games, the gaming is used now, and they'll put you in that, and you can actually, for the, all the gamers out there, can actually have you wrestle against the current guys. It's really cool, and they uh, have access. And all the stuff that we had marketing-wise when we were actually wrestling, they're able then to engage you in that when you're under contract with the ambassador program. That's great. Certain events they want you at, whether it's uh, the interactive events at WrestleMania and things, or they had a film crew at my house. They're doing a, a documentary, right? On one of the wrestlers that I wrestled with. I won't mention now because they haven't released information on that yet, but they came and. A couple hours they set up to my house, they came to yes. me, which is wonderful because I know I have mobility issues now. So instead of having me fly into New York or something, they came to my house uh yesterday. Get us some filming on
1: that. go and put us in. And- God, I, I want to know who it is. <laughs> I don't know, no, no, no. I, I, bro, I, I would never ask you to say, I would never go, I would never go, please, please, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you know, put you, i that pressure for the course. I do want to know. It's a great program. You've asked for It's a win when people criticize.
2: Many times you say, well, what do they What do, they do with the the guys when they're done wrestling, this is a, one of the programs that they have. Like a lot of the guys, who you have any addiction issues with which I've been through and a lot of guys have been through? Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry. Addiction. Sorry. And now they look after the guys in that regard. They need any help. i with medical issues uh they also have the ambassador program which is really i kind of look at that as kind of a a pension program we never had like a union or anything really been a contract but wb does not have to do this but the ambassador program is a mutually beneficial uh, program but also it's kind of i think a way of of thanking the uh legend ambassador type guys and and having a little bit of a revenue stream coming in on the merchandising and stuff it's kind of a thank you for your service which i'm about and happy about and your
1: partner. Bro, I mean, I swear to God, just three days ago I was telling my father how great your vocabulary is. And <laughs> what you just said, anybody could understand it. It was delivered perfectly. And the next thing is, can you have them call me and get <laughs> me on the ambassador program? That's what I need to know. I accidentally drop an eight by ten of mine on. You know, in Vince's bathroom, maybe, or, or, or bathroom, you know, <laughs> I, it's just anything, bro. You'd throw a bone. If I never
2: thought I'd have to do that 15 years ago, or even 10 years ago, would I be a part of the, or even, uh, 20, 20, 20 years if ago. If you were definitely here to be a part of the basketball program, I would have probably said, no, oh, definitely, probably not. So, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you, Marshall. Don't give up hope, of Hey,
1: let me tell you something, Blacks. We've always talked straight. It's been twenty years because that's the night you didn't show for a Raw and you showed for us at the America Mall. Beginning of the Monday Night War? Yes. yes. All you came out and everybody flipped. I mean flipped, dude. So Yeah, Eric Richtoff was saying our video. <laughs> oh, i tell you this. Who would you think, and don't say it because, I mean, be honest, who would you think had been with Sting the most at that time? Oh, um, I'm sure you were. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm so, very, very tight so I didn't tell me. And I was mad. I can't believe <laughs> you would not trust me to tell me Lex Luger stuff I Played it off. I go. It's not this Lex. It's that you didn't trust me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like when your dad says, "I'm not mad you broke the vase. I'm mad that you lied to me." No, you're mad about the vase. Yeah, I do. let be honest. <laughs> you're mad about the face. Lex. on the other side of the mall.
2: They did not bring the position to walk out the room to be around the guys in the back of them a minute before I was going to walk out there live on television. They definitely pulled it off in your narrative. Sure. One of the big highlights of
0: my career. And the ironic part was when you made your debut on Nitro, you're face-to-face with Hulk Hogan. And then... Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. And then I read this in your book and oh, I knew... Oh, oh, oh. I
1: decided to say something. For the first time
2: yeah. ever. Well, I've met him one, a couple of times before. But not in the ring. As far as anything wrestling related, being out there in a the ring with him, definitely. That was
0: Yeah. What's even more interesting was that um, like, obviously I remember the night that you when you beat Hogan on Nitro and you won the title but what I didn't know, and this even fascinated me, was that you were the first to beat Hogan on national TV and what made it even crazier was in the book you said that the whole storyline was Hulk's idea. So, uh, the question I have for you is, um, you know, obviously what what was that experience like, but based on all that information, like how does it make you feel when people say things like, you know, they say Hogan is selfish, it doesn't put people over meanwhile it was completely his idea for you to beat him live on, on Nitro and win the title.
2: Well yeah he he had to be his idea because he had creative fault so Yeah. He decided whether or not yes. he have had him in his contract. Wouldn't it have be been nice uh
1: worked hard to deserve that right as a he did he did he a mega superstar of our generation. He made the big yeah. hill turn, you know, I made the big NWO thing. I mean, that's huge. I mean, he's, you know, they came, to my knowledge, I don't know about you, Lex, but I was told that he came to Sting and he came to Hogan. Sting turned it down and Hogan said, yes, now that is believed. Nothing you hear and only half of what you see, like my daddy taught me. But did you hear that same story or not? I,
2: I'm sorry, I was, uh, I was kind of talking over you there. You're, about
1: uh, the decision Hogan. What, what were you Yeah, about? well, I know, real, uh, yeah, just wondering if you knew anything about and felt like mentioning anything about when the story that I got, you know, and, and I was up there with the boys, you know, I'd was, i I'd gotten up there enough where I was... pertaining to what, what now? pertaining to NWO and Hogan. Okay. And supposedly, I was told that Eric came to Sting first to do it. He turned it down and then Hogan... I said, I'll do it. I've never
2: heard that. And that's never meant, obviously, very good friends today. But I've had a couple of conversations with Sting and I saw I would have no idea if they'd ever... Right. ...offed in to you like that. It's like the head of the NWO. Is
1: that what you mean? Yes. Like, yeah. Guy, like, yeah. Yeah. You know what? One of the big... Dogs, like I said, the big bad heel turn. You know I mean? There's only two people that could do it. It's Hogan and but Singh. I didn't that to me at all about that. Like, possibility. We've never discussed that. And he didn't that. to me either. If
2: it did happen, I, I don't know about it.
1: And he, and he didn't to me either. That's what I'm saying. Believe that. No, nothing of what you hear and half of what you see. Yeah. You I'm, not, I'm not one that's Me neither. I have no ear on ear on that, so I can't do I it. your question. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Hold on, man. Let me write that down. Thank you so much. that an excellent question. I just got that jotted right now because I know to write down whatever. question for Are you kidding me? It's already down because you say to say it. It's you're stupid if you don't. They right, told me to ask. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah just, yeah. just,
1: to, just. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Cite your source. No, yeah, all's good with that. All's good. But um it sounds like everything is going great. I know Buffalo at first had to be your home and good doing good. you you said you still are loving Buffalo and
2: Atlanta, all my friends like you and you, you know? I got a lot of good friends and family down there for decades, so I feel like I'm really a true Georgian Atlanta boy now. I've spent more time there than any other part of my life, but I miss everybody back there, but I am having a great time back here in Buffalo, and I actually enjoy the change of seasons. The winters in January and February and March are a little rough, but that's okay. I I like the change of seasons and the weather, and I'm having a great time here, definitely. Well, good
1: man. I'm glad. I'm so glad that you and your mom. After all, uh, how many years, Lex, before you and your mom reunited to be able to stay together every day?
2: Yeah, how about that? How long? Uh, We've really hardly not spent hardly any real significant time
1: together for four decades. So. That's not pretty cool. That's real cool. We've
2: done some things together. But we're not- Day, you know, a short period of time. So this is a great and uh wow. very precious opportunity.
1: The word I use, because I'm dumb and d- my vocabulary is not as good as yours, is reunite. I mean, to be able to reunite again. it's
2: different. We're reunited with a parent at different stages of our lives. Right. When you're growing up and talking jokes about your mom. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You're your child. Now, at it's, it's both adults. I never knew <laughs> a lot of the, the discussions my mom and I have had uh, through the blessing of this time together, of her childhood, my grandparents, my history ancestrally, from Scotland, both her parents came to Scotland, immigrants to Ellis Island, um, her growing up in Buffalo, and when we're together as adults now, my mom, the sense of humor is like a really dry, Scottish, wit sense of humor. We, man, we laugh all day long when we're not together. I, I didn't know that about my mom, because it was more of a parent. Now we're, now we're like two adults, and it's just a wonderful experience of getting to know my mom as an adult the way that I never could have it as a child. So it's really been a great opportunity. Well, good
1: man. I know that was a giant. All of her was about your mom and dad. Unfortunately, I never ever ever got to, a chance to meet your father, and I would have loved to be able to do that. Um, it makes me feel. And hey, I'm starting
2: my driving school
1: class. <laughs> I'm my mom, but I'm Uber slash Nick driver now. So, hey,
2: but I only do it for my mom. Was, we we're going to come out of the spot this podcast. I heard I heard Uber driver. I'm not officially an Uber driver. I right? unofficially uh, do it for my mom. I'm being deceased. Look. And of
1: course, anybody is possibly listening. No. <laughs> I can't spell it or define it. <laughs> <You know that? laughs> no, 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 no. This is- no, I'm being straight up with you. Here, no, take You'll love this. Anytime I say something kind of smart, Sherry will say, I taught it to her, but I get it used on me more. She goes, Can you spell it or define it? Go. Oh, stop right there. Don't you dare say I won't remember it. I remember them all. We had done a long, really long European tour. I think it might have been a, a German tour or something. We were in a car together
2: with Rick. But we were flying back in the airport and we were soon had to go back home finally over there for two a Do you remember that? Yes, I mean you and Scotty had we had to ride a little Mercedes. You and I are sitting in that computer space in like a shuttle plane area before you get in the plane and we're sitting there and back then, I mean they were all obviously we we were non smokers, well cigarettes anyway, Yeah. We non-smokers, and everybody was puffing their cigarettes. So there was a really well dressed British couple, I would say elderly couple sitting next to us, and you and I made a comment about every smoking. You called it fog, remember? Yeah. You can't take all this fog, I and mean, we were it's early in the morning, we're all tired and not the and I guess the elderly British guy took exception. He talked this really eloquent way with big words about how, basically, if I summed up what he said was, because we said, man, these, these uh, Europeans, man, talk about air pollution in the U.S. Look at this fog and they're doing here in the airport. This is disgusting. And the guy came back at him, And the guy said about... Our CO2 is in the station. He threw <coughs> a bunch of stats on us. threw numbers at us? Oh, yeah, he threw numbers at us. And he finished up his comments, and you looked at me from our, the comments that him and I made back and forth. Chapter 10, and he sending there and legs. What did that guy say? And so Did he just insult us? <laughs> 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 I go in a very, I look what. Hey,
1: yes, it yeah, he is. He did it very nicely. He didn't break a sweat. No, he dressed us up. But
2: we got dogged the hell out. We are back in shape. Yes. And for air pollution. He was like saying, don't worry. Uh, my cigarettes so what you over you with. Granted, he, granted, <laughs> ma- <laughs> did he, did he, did he just talk bad about
1: us? Did he really just do that? Oh but maybe okay. he's, maybe, oh, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe he saw the clip of you choking two or three chefs in different countries over egg whites. And, yeah. and, <laughs> and then he thought, man, th- th- these guys, they're trouble, you know, they're trouble <laughs> because obviously, you know, I'm not trouble. I mean, <laughs> I've done nothing. I've done nothing. Yeah, I loved how we always came back in shape, brother. We always came back in shape. We tried. No, we didn't try. We did. It's not, brother, but we did.
2: We to Where you? I want
1: somebody. To raise their hand and say, I tanned in a tan bed in Japan. There's not going to be many, brother. And we did.
2: Yeah, we were the original Google for workouts and good places to eat for the guys. So we're, <laughs> we were kind of your.
0: Uh, Not to cut us off the back. We were kind of the go to guys for that. Yeah. Oh,
1: but you know they kind of also pushed us out there to just mess with us because they know we're going to come back, you know, a little bit smaller and and putting the pressure on. So we would just use that as our inspiration and just, you know, come back, just tan bigger. And Terry Taylor goes, how do you look like you look right now? I said, because I care. About how I look. I said, if I'm in Japan, if I'm in Canton, Georgia, if I'm in Australia, if I'm there for a period of
2: time, I'm going
1: to set up camp and train. And,
2: you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I always told people, well, how can we do it, but also why? I go, well, guys like Buff and I, a big part of our look, the fans may see. So we had to be very diligent to take care of it, to give the fans their money for it. They pay see something they might not see every day. And they expect us to be safe and take care of ourselves and tan, and all of a sudden I have a if they saw on television, so that was that was definitely uh, you know one our due diligence then. It wasn't just a a vanity pursuit. No. It was also uh, being professional. No. With
1: our- doing your job. Us going to the gym was doing our job. But the catch is, go do it. But you seen how many people try to hop in our car, bro? They didn't last more <laughs> <nine>, than <nine, laughs> a week. We sent them all back straight to the hood. Look and back in trouble.
2: Every know well, that at the hotel and everything with us. We used to fly to the ground. Running. Oh, so, I got we uh, wanted to catch a little, little cat around <laughs> the building. To the side the we
1: were hitting the ground running in the airport. One guy would be on the bag, the other guy would get the rental car. We'd, we'd hit we had it to a,
2: a science. we're going to work out. We got some self-game tower to get the building. We'd
1: Whoa, we have the schedule, man. So, yeah. Bro, listen, we had it down. We had it so down that I remember the first time you asked me to ice the cooler. And you said, put a layer of ice to the bottom. We're getting into after-
2: now we're getting into after-
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that cool, cool? A, a much later part. this is a really funny part but can, can I say this
2: sure. yeah I, I,
1: the reason is because it's just so classic Lex I mean it's just Lex Luger the Lex I love the Lex I know the Lex I was elbow to elbow with for many years and you said put the layer of ice to the bottom then beer then layer of ice beer layer of ice beer I, I said I, I, I got it bro I was raising my seat bag boy if you
2: didn't do it right and, Oh <laughs> but you can also you also go Hey Mark. Go much much coaching out of the cooler You had a little practice before I got through. Hold on a minute, and I was getting ready to say, keep in
1: mind my daddy was Steve Bagwell. So, I had to do everything perfect and right. So, I thought, I got this. So, I put the beers in without ice at the bottom because I've never done that before. And I've loaded a lot of things for my father under a gun, you know, not literally, but pretty close. And you came out and you dumped the entire cooler out and redid it yourself. Did I really? I'm sorry. And from that point
2: on, I did everything
1: that was logical. And everything was logical that you ever said to me from that point on.
2: Yeah, that was that was definitely part of regiment as well. That was post Oh That, that, was, it, oh, that <laughs> was that was the payoff. That's the payoff, baby. It, it, that was our little reward after yeah. yeah. I think it was Core's Life back then, right? Yes. yes. Uh, Coors Light, life, for sure. Yeah, I am an abstainer. <laughs> back then I think we were to have enough. It, 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 it was, it was. And you know what,
1: dude? We just were on 10 all day long, bro. We were going a 1,000 miles an hour. I mean, 10,000. Oh, yeah. All day long, bro. Not knowing what you're going to do, fighting for your life in the show. I'm going up looking around for a beer
2: store still open. That's after the show. Oh. You had No, you had a plan.
1: We were preloaded. You had a plan, or you were going to bed real depressed. How many cold Marriott meals have we ate?
2: Well, we had to pre-order before we left the hotel. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> before room service closed at like ten or eleven, so we wouldn't get back to the hotel in time to do room service. So we pre-order it. They put it in our room before the room service closed. By the time we got back to the room after the filling and towers, and a couple beers, it would be like one in the morning or something. So we uh. Called weed
1: anyways, that's the and the true shall sets you free. Uh, not, yeah. <laughs> that's the truth. I mean, it's the truth. I remember. I mean, chucking on that chicken, and, and just like I remember this, we'd be coming into Atlanta, and I was tired. Like we had a hard weekend, and for some reason, you you're always a little bit in front of me in first class, and so I could see where you're at. So the back of my head, from
2: back there. Ah. <laughs> oh wow (laughs) (laughs) yes
1: (laughs) Yes. yeah no no exactly it does yeah anytime the wheels came down i looked straight at you because either you got up and there was going to be a regiment or you didn't and there was going to be a regiment and every single time. I used to come
2: back to life after a long trip
1: And go straight to the gym. Work out. my brother. Yeah. And you begged me a... Yeah.
2: Wow. I can't make this out. I used to... Didn't train a lot of guys because he would put on me or he wouldn't show off sometimes or a tough show up late. You were the greatest workout in the gym guy. Thing was close, but you were the greatest workout partner in the gym that I ever had. Dude, without a doubt.
1: Do you have any idea... How much what you just said. Bro, I think about it every day. like yeah. and I don't talk about it because I've only got one other person to share it with. And we're sharing it. I'm telling you, dude,
2: yeah.
1: I I, I loved it, man. It was so well, I mean, by it, you you were
2: yeah. you down, you probably it felt like you, were, you it,
1: man, you were
2: What would happen
1: is usually, which was probably not true, but I'm going with this for a story. Usually you were a little bit later and I was like always going, not all the time, but definitely like 51 or 49, I think you were later more than I was. It wasn't exactly the best on time. Regardless, I, I got there and you're like back there stretching your hamstring. And I don't even think we're doing legs. And this is still when I'm Marcus Alexander Bagwell and I'm training with the total package. Lex Luger brother this is a big deal you know keep in mind I was a very mature kid but it was still a big deal and a guy looks up at you and goes hey Lex hey Lex and and you look at him and you turn around look behind you you look back at him and you go are you talking to me? And the guy goes, Yeah, yeah. And you go, My friends call me Lex, and you're not my friends. Oh, ever that day, <laughs> it was, dude. But it was such a great story because everybody hated the guy. Anyway. Not always friendly, but was it always? <laughs> I remember the time. It was
2: you... it was yeah, no, you were good. You got my moments With me, you got
1: good because I was yet. I
2: was a short guy. You know? Yeah, you got to be a
1: tough guy. So. <laughs> (laughs) the first time I asked you about autographs we were in Orlando doing tapings and you and Sting were walking in front of me and I was behind you and we're walking and you're just enormous and
2: you were in our wake that was my line you bastard (laughs) so you remember
1: the story too <laughs> oh, I can't believe you so my life. <laughs> <You're so alive. laughs> it's actually better you so my because it shows how in sync we really were, dude. And we were oh, yeah. we were I mean every single thing, you know. So just the memories, dude. I mean really it is worth it. And to call in today. Got
0: a good job, man. A lot of fun. I Absolutely and Yeah, I know a lot of you guys talk about, you know, working out and your look and how important it was, and I know that, you know, one of the things that um, Matsuda taught you was that, you know, don't do what other wrestlers do, focus on your look, that's what people pay to see, and really the question I have for you is, do you believe that philosophy can, now that you're an ambassador of WWE and you kind of see what's going on, do you believe that philosophy can still work in wrestling today, or do you feel that today it's just... Uh, all about the moves and there's no going back. As far as taking care of yourself.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, let me say it like Sluger's way. Do you take your shirt off and play it, and play it real or are you fat and put a shirt on? <laughs>
0: that, that's
2: what he just said. started talent in the
0: ring Yes. Yeah. I, I, I didn't mean like taking care of yourself, healthy. Obviously, everybody has to take care of themselves and be healthy. But I'm saying like when you were the total package, you basically had you had you had a moveset. He you looked better. You had you had the you know you, you more. It was more about the look and less about whether or not you were jumping off the top rope or doing flips. Like you basically you had. Yeah, I definitely stuck to the ground attack. So yeah. So I was saying like, do you feel that philosophy? Do you feel that philosophy? No, I'm not trying, go- trying to say go, No, 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 go, Lex,
1: go,
2: go <laughs> No, that's exactly what he's doing <laughs> No, <laughs> no. That's-, oh, yes. that's not, that's not <laughs> all the foods that the guys have now. The only one he left that was, out was
1: spring Madonna.
2: I, I mean, he I, threw everything at you. you know, I, I deserved, I deserved. great. That's, That's good body, bad body, tall person. <laughs> They all can ride, and they can prosper, and they can hit the top. I think that's a great thing for wrestling. I think it makes for better matches. It's not just the look of the guy, but it's all things combined. Some of them have great physique, some of them don't. I think that's a step forward, especially from where we were at. And guys like me, could get a lot back then, not being great workers, look like they're bringing up and fans would pay T. And that's kind of what a lot of times back then, fans pay T. So wrestling changed, it's evolved. A great and, 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 and I, like, I feel the exact
1: same way as you feel. Could never do, and I
2: love.
1: Yeah, yeah. On. yeah, so do I. There's guys that can really work. They, these guys can work, Lex. They can work, and they can get, get, get away with <laughs> this. No, no, you, you really, you really can't. You just can't. There's no way. No, you can't. That's
2: well, what I'm saying. Is
1: Lex would have really popped, yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you did, I'd have been on, on fire right behind you. <laughs> I would have been in this flames with you. Gosh, the heat seekers
2: well, I hope that answers.
1: Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> it. does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> yeah, he said. <laughs> I mean, when he, when, he, when he asked that, I said, oh, my God. I was, go, Lex. Just, 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 just go.
0: I admit, I could have worded that a little differently. So, I mean, just so you
2: know, it wasn't just me not wanting to do it. That's it, so we don't come off the top rope. Don't so, Drop six. Well, leave that for the high flyers. You have a unique look. Don't try to think that the littler guys do that don't look like you said, because they're going to do it better. You're going you to go give a watered down version of the time you they <laughs> do. And, and you can't who you are, exactly what you are. Don't worry about the high flyers. That's going to do an interesting healthier. Yeah. And so and, and, that, was, that was his advice to me, and I definitely took it hard. Yeah. I hear you. Hey, you know what? Remember, Giant had a
1: problem with that. He could do nip ups and come off the top rope, but we said, dude, we need a giant. We need a monster. And you doing drop kicks and throwing arm drags and coming off the top rope and doing nip ups, he could do a nip up. Lex, did you know that?
2: Yeah. I saw it with my own eyes. Now, a lot of the big guys can do that. (laughs) Wow. I (laughs) heard. back oh my god
1: I believe what these guys do now dude we appreciate you so much absolutely yeah, and, and, man. i mean really 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 truthfully come on back, my way. back home. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> exactly this this has always been you know passing along and then that stopped about our generation and hogan stayed hogan's and macho stayed macho's and there wasn't any continuing of the stars. You know, and I remember... In fact, when you
2: run out of real Hall of Famers, <laughs> you have a uh, have to be. Hey, absolutely. There you go, so, so I can put
1: you on the B, the
2: B list. Oh, we did. I don't know now. That is fantastic. that is... You I mean, qu- could come up with anybody, and so we're still going to have a bunch
1: of them. We got nobody. We got a... My boots goes, well, we could call Lex. <laughs> and we can call him if you want to, but I mean, <laughs> Wow. I mean, mean, he's not a a Hall of (laughs) Famer.
0: And in all seriousness, I want to say, Alex, how... Honored I was for you to be on the show. I've been a fan of yours, you know, since I was a kid, and I remember, you know, seeing you in WCW and, you know, watching you, loving you, man. You and, you know, even when you were in the Wolfpack when you were in WCW, you Sting, uh, one of my favorite, my still to this day my favorite War Games matches. You Hogan staying and Savage against the Dungeon of Doom. It was like a dream team seeing you guys together. So um, I, I, I want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for taking time to be on the show. Yeah, I'm glad
2: you're <laughs> and I'm glad to be one of the inaugural Guys
1: your, podcast, you guys all the best your uh, podcast I do like how you have now dogged me twice for you not being the first first of my podcast <laughs> and you've raped my eyes and I've got two oh, come on. I've got all oh, you oh come on come on I got two kidney punches and I'm at least bleeding somewhere I'm going I'm gonna look at a mirror oh <laughs> He's got a Hall of Fame ring. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh! Oh! <laughs> hey! I, he,
2: bu- bu- he was able to come. Excuse me to He was able to come. In the studio, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> oh, big time. In, studio, in your studio.
1: In your, in, in your bedroom of suits with your furniture out of it. Now, Ashley, Lex is being. What did you always call us? Number one personalities. What was your saying?
2: I, I, I'm always number one I That was your original line though. I to that one. no 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 I'm saying you, you always had a, a good a smart word
1: about the one number one but personality personality number one personality number one there was something, I, something something I said with the number one to say it yes absolutely and, and, and the long- I try to keep him in the box but he's coming out out. We're a every once in a while. Yes, he's coming <laughs> out. He's going to come. So we I gotta decide when and, and hope I can decide that. And I think I think everybody kinda does that, but you know, I call it I call it buffing buff buff buffing the box. That guy tries to come back in, I try to Yes, great answer, fantastic yeah. answer. And <laughs> thank we, you so much, we, Lex. Both sides of the planet together, and thank you.
2: Absolutely. What
1: I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get on my list and see on the B sheet if, I, if, I, if we can fish in. <laughs> and, and then, and then and if we can fish in, we'll give you a shout back. But you know, if, uh, for real, Lex, like, you have no idea what this oh, means. Love you, Mark. No, this is big. Thank you so much. Man, thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. See
0: ya. All right. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our interview with the total package Lex Luger. Now, before I officially wrap up this episode, there's a couple things I want to talk about here in the outro. First thing I want to talk about is you'll notice throughout this episode, I had to play around with the volume a little bit. For example, I amplified the volume on Lex Luger so you could better hear and understand what he was saying. But then I also compressed the volume whenever. Buff or myself was speaking and the reason for that is because when we first started with the Buff and Booch cast we were using a different kind of software and a different way of doing things than what I was used to because when I record this podcast and when I recorded the Buff and Booch cast as well I keep things very simple. Now obviously over the years I've upgraded my equipment and I've made a few changes here and there, but when it comes to the actual recording of the show, I tend to keep things as simple as possible. Why? Because it's an audio show. As long as I can say my piece and you can understand what I'm saying and the entertainment and all that, that's all that really matters to me. I don't need a lot of you know hoopla and I don't need a lot of uh, the latest technology because this is good and this is what everybody else is using. I don't care what everybody else is using. I'm the booch, I use what works for me because it gets things done, I like to keep things simple. What I don't like is overcomplicating stuff when it doesn't need to be warranted. Well, unfortunately, at the time that I was working with Buff on the Buff and Booch cast, he had a different manager. And that person, I'm not going to say their name, suggested that we do it a different way. This person wanted me to use a different kind of software that I wasn't familiar with. And when Lex called into the show, this person wanted Lex to call in through this person's laptop. I wanted to do it a different way, which at the time was we would get a phone, put it up to a mic, like a cell phone, and put it up to a microphone and have Lex talk through there, and it would pick up the volume as if he's talking through the microphone. And I know this method works, because back in the day, I did that with anybody who called in, whether it was Gator, whether it was Desmond, whether it was Elvis. If somebody was not physically in the studio with me to do the show, that's how I always did it, and it worked every time. Now, obviously, in 2021, I do things a lot differently now because of things that I've learned over the years and mastering different things. But at that time, I had a simple method of doing things that worked for me. Well, it didn't work for this manager and they wanted to do it this way and assured me that because everybody else does it this way, this is how we should do it, which kind of bothered me because the whole purpose of me being part of the Buff and Booch cast is the fact that I'm the expert on podcasting and yet my expertise is being dismissed in favor of this new age technology that doesn't work and this is a proven example of how it doesn't work because things came out really horrible we had to change things around just to get people to hear it we ended up having to take it to a friend, to a professional who was able to fix the audio and make it airable for everybody and all that but I still had to amplify the volume and it got so crazy that it caused Buff and I to get into an argument now here's the thing I've been friends with Buff for years and as you know for the last several months i've been working as his agent well during this whole time that i've known buff we have only had three arguments the whole time we've known each other That's right. And all the time we know each other and all the years that we've been friends working indie shows together and me being his manager now and working together and being the best of friends, we've only had three arguments. One of those three arguments was over this interview and how the audio originally came out because Buff wanted to know what went wrong and I told him I didn't know. And Buff's the kind of person where if you tell him I don't know, he gets frustrated because he thinks you might be hiding something. But at the time, Buff didn't know this but he knows it now that I'm the type of person where if I tell you I don't know It's because I really don't no there's no secret there's no hidden agenda I'm not hiding anything I legit don't know because I didn't because I was in unfamiliar territory at the time but obviously Buff and I eventually got over it and we finally figured out how to master this you know form of recording and eventually our other interviews were able to come out even better and more successful and we got it to work and everything was awesome and eventually and now Buff and I obviously we got over that argument so I'm not holding any grudges from I mean, I'm just telling the story about what happened. Obviously Buff and I are cool now, otherwise I wouldn't be his agent. But I'm just wanting people to know that's why there was some issues with the volume and I had to make some adjustments because of the craziness that went down during that interview and afterwards we eventually you know got things on the right footing so that was the first like major mistake that was made during the buff and booch cast but once we learned from it and got past it everything came out better from that point on we didn't have a whole lot of difficulty with recording after that the second thing that i want to talk about here on the outro is that obviously with the question that i asked lex luger things got a little out of hand well i want to take this opportunity to explain myself and give my side of the story on this because I didn't get a chance to really bring it up. Now, basically, the question I was asking Lex Luger was about psychology because in his book... Which is entitled, Wrestling with the Devil, The True Story of a World Champion Professional Wrestler, His Reign, Ruin, and Redemption, which you can purchase on Amazon. There's a, You can purchase it on Kindle for $15.99, or you can get the hardcover version for $20.14. Also, there's an audio CD that costs $19.99 if you want to purchase that. but And that's on Amazon.com. You can purchase it there. Anyway, in the book, he talked about how he was trained by Hiro Mats the same person that trained Hulk Hogan. And while he was being trained by Matsuda, one of the things Matsuda taught him was to, you know, when you do moves in the ring, do moves that show off how strong you are. That he doesn't have to do crazy flips and dives and over-the-top rope crap or off-the-top rope crap. He can just be a wrestler and use his psychology and his storytelling and his body to show off how good he is. So the question I was trying to ask... Luger is does he think that style or that method of wrestling can still work today or is it all just high spots and craziness that's what I was trying to say. And when Lex didn't understand what I was talking about, I brought up the part about him having a limited move set. Now, when I said he had a limited move set, I was not trying to insult him. But I can understand why Lex would feel that way. Because there's a lot of, you know, wrestling marks on the internet that think because you don't do a thousand fucking holds and because you don't dive head first out of the ring, you're not a wrestler or you can't wrestle. And I hate fucking res- wrestling fans that act like like that. I fucking hate it. It makes me angry. It really does. If you listen to most of my bootcast episodes and recaps, you know how much that pisses me off when I hear fans say shit like that so what I was implying when I said Lex had a limited move set was the fact that he didn't have to do a lot of crazy moves the moves he did in the ring and the psychology behind them was what got him over and made him the total package and made him the talented wrestler that he is he didn't do a lot of moves cause he didn't have to cause he was that damn good that's what I was trying to say and that's what I was trying to imply I wanted to know if the old school could still work in the new millennium. But when Lex heard limited set, he got upset and everything went off to the races and Buff decided to egg him on like he was a member of Cobra Kai, like, get him, Lex. You know, be doing the whole, get him, Johnny, kind of thing. So I had to go through that and everything else. And, you know, I actually felt really bad that Lex got offended by that. I felt like shit after that interview. I really did. We tried to get Lex back on the phone, but he was busy. So for a long time, I didn't get a chance to talk to to Lex Luger and I felt horrible because I am a Lex Luger fan. I mentioned at the end of the episode, I love Lex Luger. I was a fan of his. I loved him in WWE. I loved him in WCW. I was a fan of Lex. So the fact that I offended him made me feel horrible. But luckily, earlier this year, I went to a River City WrestleCon in Jacksonville and Lex Luger was there. So I walked up to him. I shook his hand. I got an autograph and a picture. And while I was doing all this, I told him that. That I was Booch and that I did I, I, I did the podcast with Buff. We were interviewed. And his eyes lit up and he was awesome. And I said, I, I'm really sorry that my question offended you. I, I felt really, really bad about that. And I really wanted to tell you I'm sorry because I really was not trying to offend you. And Lex looked at me and said, well, it must not have been that big of a deal because honestly, I don't even remember it. So you're forgiven. Whatever you did, you're forgiven. And I was so happy to hear him say that, that he accepted my apology. And just the fact that we got to have that conversation and he wrote Booch and then autograph that 8x10 for me that that meant the world to me to be able to make amends with Lex Luger and to know that I'm still on his good side and if I ever see him again down the road which I'm sure I will now that I'm working with Buff I'm sure I'm going to see him at a convention somewhere and we'll get to talk and all that so I just it it, it felt great to be able to make peace with Lex Luger because I if I never got the chance to do that that would have fucked with me emotionally because I was that big of a Lex Luger fan and I didn't want him to think that I was one of those dumbass internet marks that makes fun of him or thinks he's not a real wrestler because he doesn't flip. I'm not that type of person. I will never be that type of person. And those type of fans make me sick. And I wanted to clarify that right off the bat. Before I wrap this show up, I need the world to know that I had no way, shape, or form intended to offend Lex Luger. And when I did, I felt like shit. And for him to forgive me for it, a huge weight was lifted off my shoulders after that moment. And I felt so happy. And I hope you guys enjoyed this interview with Lex Luger. I still got plenty of uh, Buff and Boochcast episodes that are here on the Boochcast that you can check out. I will be... Be posting more in the future as time goes on and if you want to hear more stories about Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger and their time together make sure you check out Rebuilding Buff which is available on Spotify Apple, Google and all other major podcast platforms so make sure you guys uh, go on there check that out the episode is entitled Lex Luger and it came out uh, recently so you can definitely go and check that episode out it talks about the more about the life and career of Lex Luger Luger and Buff Bagwell and their time together so make sure you go check out Rebuilding Buff and if you guys enjoyed this interview uh, also make sure you guys uh, continue to listen to and follow the Boochcast. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker and Google Podcast. Pick your favorite hosting site and follow us there or become a super fan and follow us on all four hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash TheBoochCast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great, awesome content for you guys to check out. Also, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at TheBoochCast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out all the shows we got from BoochCast Reviews, Dark Side of the Ring, our archived watch parties, our D&D one-shot, funny skits, holiday videos, check them all out and be sure to hit the subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified so you'll know when the new episodes of Boochcast Reviews Dark Side of the Ring will be posted we got some coming soon later this month and in January also we have other YouTube content coming your way as well so hit that subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified also make sure you follow us on Twitch go to twitch.tv slash the Boochcast that's where we do our live wrestling watch parties our next watch party will be Saturday Saturday, January the 29th for WWE Royal Rumble. That's right. We're going live at 8 p.m. for the Royal Rumble. Now, because we can't legally show the Royal Rumble on Twitch, we're going to have a bootleg link that you guys can check out the Royal Rumble on for those of you who don't have the peacock. And uh, That'll be available on our Twitter page at around 7 p.m., an hour before the show. We'll have the bootleg link for you guys there. So you can turn the volume down on the link, turn the volume up on Twitch, and you can follow along with us as we enjoy the Royal Rumble Saturday January 29th. Also, we have our big D&D show coming in 2022. Uh, we just got to work out all the kinks, get a lot of things figured out, but we are planning on bringing this to you in the new year with the big surprise that I'm still not going to reveal yet, but just know it's going to be off the fucking chain. This D&D show is going to be great, and this team is excited to bring it to you. We just got to work everything out, so be patient with us. It's coming in 2022. Also, we have a new gaming show that's going to be coming soon. That'll be hosted by Elvis Delinsky. He'll be doing some gaming and streaming on there, so you guys can can chat with him and join in once i give him the information he's going to have that set up he'll be playing multiple games on there and you can check that out with him all that coming soon to twitch.tv slash theboochcast so go follow us so that you know when we go in live also you can support The cast by going to anchor.fm slash theboochcast slash support become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three different levels you can donate at with prizes coming soon. The first level you can donate at is just 99 cents per month. This level is for our dedicated fans who want to help out the show but don't want to break the bank because you got a lot of bills you got to pay. We're always respectful to our fans. We know you guys are hardworking men and women out there. You can't contribute a lot of money. So 99 4 cents is what you can do to help us keep the show going as you continue to use the rest of your money to make sure your bills, your rent, and your insurance is taken care of. Also, we have a second level where you can donate for $4.99 per month. The same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And we have the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. That's right. The same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription. Here in the United States, ever since it got sold to the Peacock, you got nowhere to put the $9.99. So take that $9.99, bring it over here. We got better content than the Network. And unlike the WWE, we actually take care of, love, and do things for the fans. We give the people what they want here on the Boochcast. And you got the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. Also... Upon purchase of a monthly contribution, you consent to get access to that paid subscription immediately and agree that if you don't cancel before the end of the subscription period, you will automatically be charged the subscription fee every month until you cancel. By the way, your contribution is not a subscription to listen to the show. Subscription is just a term that Anchor uses. This show is available for free. This is just an option for people who want to help us keep the show going. These are merely donations, and they're all voluntary. But if you volunteer to do so, you agree that you're going to be charged every month until you cancel. Now, you will not be entitled to a refund on cancellation. So you can cancel your subscription at any time, but just know you will not get a refund. Full terms and instructions on how to cancel are available on Anchor. There's links that you can check out. Also, for more information on how they process your personal data, you can see Anchor's privacy policy to make sure your privacy is being protected while giving this monthly contribution. Now, some of you might want to know, Booch, if we give this money, where is that money going to go? Well, it's simple. That money goes back into the show in some capacity. What we do with this money is we use it to upgrade our equipment. We use it to bring in bigger name guests. We pay our bills. And also, I take care of all the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Booch cast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you feel like they deserve to be paid for their hard work, well anchor.fm slash the cast slash support is how you make that happen. And of course, if there's any money left over after that, we use the remaining money to feed Zach ramen noodles and try to get him laid. Just kidding. And until next time, this is Vinny Bucci, aka the Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been the Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza baby. While I see by the clock on a wall. That it's time to bid you one and all Goodbye, goodbye, so long, so long Farewell, farewell, adieu, adieu Be good, stay well, bye-bye Keep warm, relax, and Take care, stay loose, adieu, bon I'll approach prochaine. goodbye till when we meet again